Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. It is uh, morning here by the window in um, Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. It is a very muggy, humid, hot, hazy, kind of sunny, but very hazy day here. And I think it's like that uh, in many places. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not very comfortable. Um, but anyway, I actually did want to, I forgot to say this last time, but I want to say quickly congratulations to my my good friend Chris, who had a little baby girl and I didn't even know he was married because this all happened kind of on the fly and under the radar during the pandemic but um congratulations Chris um in Washington DC with your very adorable little baby girl um anyway uh yeah the week well start off with the neighborhood mask report um which is kind of unchanged from last time like basically with the rise of the Delta variant everywhere, um, not as bad in New York City, but elsewhere. Uh, it just seems like New York, uh, as cautious as it always has been since last year, a lot more people are masked indoors. Um, and I haven't gone to, I mean, I've walked by restaurants because I still haven't really eaten indoors and people are eating and it hasn't seemed to affect that. But I've noticed that if people are, say, like in the grocery store, you see a lot more masks. Um, I think, as I said last time, I'm not wearing masks or I'm not going inside anymore unmasked, like, which means I don't I don't really want to hang out in Bar Great Harry when the windows are closed because they have these those huge window doors. And if they're closed, I'm just going to kind of not hang out in there. Um even though, I don't know, just to be safe, because I live with an unvaccinated person. But uh, still seeing some people on the sidewalk wearing masks outdoors, I think some of that is just like people are in a habit of if they're going to wear the mask, they just keep it on without thinking about it. I don't think anyone actually thinks wearing a mask outside is a huge deal um, or huge protection against, you know, anything. But um, maybe they do, but I think most people are like, I've noticed people are just, you know, sometimes you put it on and you don't think about it or you walk into a store, you walk out and you leave it on. But yeah, so back to always having a mask in my pocket um, and extras in various bags and in the car, etc. Um, well, in other neighborhood news, we had not one, but two, actually three good friends leave the neighborhood in the past two weeks, which has been, which is a very big bummer for me. But the first was um, my old friend, Nate Lithgow, who is leaving this neighborhood after, or well, he's leaving this neighborhood after many years and leaving New York after 20. His wife, Shannon, got the job as the head bartender um, at the American Club at the Savoy Hotel in London. There was actually a New York Times article about it. So she's the first, I think, American ever and to have that job and she's the first woman in a hundred years to have that job and you can imagine that any woman that got that job in london in like 1915 must have been one heck of a person to actually be given that job in those days so anyway congrats to nate and shannon they're in london um nate and i met when takataka uh played on a bill with my brightest diamond that he was in at the time and this was february 28th 2008 i think at bush hall in shepherd's bush london which was up the street from my old flat which was amazing for me and i met we met nate that night 
and it was uh, just beginning of a great friendship, along with um, the drummer at the time, Brian Wolf. Nate is very close to Brian, and they make a lot of music together anyway. Uh, so we stayed friends, obviously, when we came back, and then like a year later, I happened to move into the building he was in living in on Henry Street in Brooklyn Heights is the very same building with like four units and Nate was there so he was my Nate he was our neighbor for like five years and then um and then Julie and I we moved down into Cobble Hill and Carroll Gardens and Nate moved into Cobble Hill because he found an apartment with Gabe my Taka Taka bandmate and they lived on Warren Street and Gabe moved um up to like Garrison last year but Nate was still in the same building until um last week so now they're in London, which is awesome. Um, and I'm hoping Nate will be back because I think his work might bring him back um, often, which would be great for me. Um, and then our friend, my friend Aaron Smolinski, her and her sister decided to leave New York and move to Austin, Texas. Um, so she had lived on Smith Street forever and was a good friend. And um, so... Uh, Oh, well, the going away parties. I'll go back to Nate's first. Nate was at Sonny's in Red Hook, which is awesome. And then um, Aaron and Stephanie's uh, going away was at Lobo on Court Street, the Mexican restaurant slash bar, and it was in the backyard. And um, it was very nice. And Drew, the brother of Chris, who is the new father mentioned at the top of the episode, Drew and um, their other friend uh, organized this going away party, and it was very nice. So I walked over after Oliver's bath time. And I hung out for a while, and it was very nice to hang out and talk to random people. Um, I, I hung out. I ended up meeting the the people that own Picnic and Disco, which are two very well known stores here in here in the neighborhood. Um, so that was nice. It was nice to just be out talking to people. So that was in the Lobo backyard. They were going to go to Boat, which is. I know Aaron's kind of old haunt afterwards, but I did not want to go indoors. Um, or I didn't want to go indoors and hang out with a mask on. I just didn't want to do that. And it was getting late. So I went home. They went out very late <laughs> to boat on a weeknight, just like the old days. Um, so, yeah, Nate's in London and Aaron and Stephanie are in Austin. And that's sad for us. Uh, let's see. We had a Garden of the Ark band meeting um, for the first time in a obviously long time. This was actually the same day as Nate's going away party. So... I drove from Sonny's up to uh, our bandmate Craig's house in in Ridgewood, Queens, and hung out with Craig and Baxter, and they played some demos they'd work in, been working on, and we formulated a plan to rehearse some new demos of theirs and get them in recording shape and then go record them in the winter um, upstate. So that is going to be fun. Um, and... Thankfully, we decided to not even try to play shows, which is good because A, I don't want to hang out indoors, <laughs> especially going into the winter, and B, um, uh, you know, it's like we're so like new and not known that every show is just like a trying to get people out, and and it's just about guilting friends, really, and none of us are good at booking, so it's like, why even do that? For me, I think it's like a great band that produces great recorded songs so that's what i'm getting out of it i just love like producing something um that was weird anyway so um yeah so that was good that was the day of the day of night nate's going away so that was actually an actual busy <laughs> weekday night which doesn't happen for me um and 
Uh, looking at this, what else? Well, I think last time I talked about our trip to Rhode Island, and this time we went on another trip. We went to Lake George upstate, which I'd never been to before. Um, it was really nice. Uh, what did we do? We drove up on a Thursday. We left after work. And this huge storm, if you're in New York and New Jersey, or you remember the storm from like, it was like July 29th or something. And it was torrential and there were tornadoes in New Jersey. Thankfully, not near us, but we had to drive up through the West, up the West Side Highway. And then we waited for like one hour to go four blocks to get into the Lincoln Tunnel. And then when we came out of the Lincoln Tunnel, it was like torrential rains and it was those type of those type of rainstorms where um, you kind of like start to lose the lane you're in on the highway. Um, so we we went out towards like the Meadowlands, and then it took us up north on the I guess it's the Garden State Parkway. Uh, so north from the Meadowlands up to up to what seventeen Route seventeen. Um, but during that little like Garden State Parkway thing, it was so it was raining so hard. Um, yeah, thankfully it was still light. So then finally the rain tapered off by the time we got it back into New York State and we were on the thruway. And then when we started to get up near Albany, like past Hudson and um, Coxsackie and the Athens exits, it started to rain heavily again. And this time it was nighttime and it was, uh, that was a real, you start to lose what lane you're in. And, you know, some cars slow down, some cars slow down only slightly, some kind of like maintain a 65 mile an hour, 75 mile an hour speed, which is insane. So you're just kind of juggling. You're trying to remain in your lane and also like gauge what other vehicles are doing. But that only lasted a half hour. But of course, that seemed like an eternity. And then finally, that ended when we got north of Albany. And then we arrived in Lake George, which is a cute little town at the bottom of Lake George, which is like a 40 mile long lake something like that but um the town itself is at the bottom of the lake and it's very cute little touristy town not as like crass tourist to say like a beach town it's more of a um a homespun mountain touristy town and um yeah what did we do well i worked in the morning from the hotel room oh i went for a run along the lakefront which was gorgeous and just fresh clean air um i love breathing clean air while running which doesn't really happen in new york city um yeah, I worked that morning, had the Olympics on in the background, which was fun. And then in the afternoon, we went tubing. I, I had the afternoon off. This was Friday. We went tubing. Uh, so we drive out of town to this tubing place, and we put on our life vests and stuff, and then everyone gets into this painted, like, Partridge Family-style school bus. And we drove. It was like a 15-minute drive, but most of it is on, like, dirt road. Um, which is like first to be in a school bus on a bumpy dirt boat road was kind of scary. Um, and finally we get to this clearing and we all get out and they hand us our little inner tubes and we get in and we start rafting down this river and it was very windy. So they couldn't keep us in along one like bank that they wanted us to keep on. So I actually kind of like, I was drifting off a bit. So they, they had to come get me or, you know, tug me back to the other bank. But anyway, it was fun. We ended up, we were out there for like, I guess it's like 30, 40 minutes. And it wasn't until we got out of this beautiful like river that I learned that it was actually the Hudson River we had been on. 
um, which is um, thin enough and shallow that it doesn't have any boat traffic uh, that far north. It's just this beautiful Adirondack Park River. Um, So that was great. I'm not sure I would tube again or I would do it in like maybe knowing what the weather conditions were, but it was fun. And then after that, I, let's see, we, oh, we went on this like actual paddle boat, steamboat, you know, um, tour boat in Lake George called the Minnehaha. And there's also a, uh, a, there's like other boats there too at this dock, but it's an hour cruise. And it's like, you know, this, it's one of those old steamboats, like that go up and down the Mississippi and the Ohio, but there's bars on it. So I had a beer and, um, they kind of narrate what you're looking at as you drive, as you boat by these million dollar seafront or lakefront homes. Um, but it was great. And I was thinking that if I lived in Lake George, I would do this once a week. It's just like an, it's like, it's just a nice boat ride and have a drink. (laughs) Uh, so I really enjoyed that. Um, what else did we do after that? We had dinner with our friends. Oh yeah. The whole ostensible reason for going up there was to visit our friend, Julie's old, um, college roommate, who lives in Chicago and that's who we stay with in Chicago and she was there with her kids her husband couldn't come so we met up with them her and her parents and her kids and yeah we went on the boat ride then we went out to dinner and that was it great night and then I went to the price chopper grocery store to buy some beer to take back um, to Brooklyn and then the next day we we liked it so much we wanted to stay Saturday night, but the hotel was booked. So we're like, all right, well, we're going to go back to Brooklyn tonight. But we went and drove go-karts um, and played mini golf. So that was fun. And then got back to New York around 7 and was just wiped out. So that was our Lake George. Yet another mini vacation from summer 21. Um, did I get everything? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> of course, there was a Grateful Dead-themed head shop in Lake George called Shakedown Street, but it wasn't Shakedown like one word. It was Shakedown, I'm presuming because of, uh, if not copyright issues, then just like maybe some other place of business in New York State has Shakedown Street. But anyway, I bought a Baja in there, like a kind of purple Baja, which my friend Baxter kind of reminded me that people call them drug rugs. I'd forgotten about that. But yeah, um, I hadn't had a Baja since like uh, high school and I don't even think we called them that we just called them like everything of that ilk we called guat guat pullover guatemalan you know whatever but anyway I have one of those now so of course I'm counting the days till the fall weather so I can parade up and down court street in this thing um so yeah back here still working from home no word on when we're going back into the office which is fine with me because I don't want to commute and be in an office all day um with all of this craziness still going on Oliver's school camp ended and he's now in like a couple of different like local neighborhood you know half day type camps so currently he is in one this week over in Gowanus that he is enjoying that he went to as an activity group in the fall once a week so I've been we've been driving him there in the morning and (laughs) picking him up which don't really have to drive, but in the morning it's a matter of timing, and in the afternoon it's so hot. Um, And, yeah, I like driving the car around the neighborhood. So uh, he's been in that camp. That's going well. And we're just getting ready to go on our vacation in, is it two weeks or a week and a half? Um, More on that in a future episode. Um, Let's see, over the weekend, uh, I Get Wild, the Talking Heads band, played a show at the Sultan Room in Bushwick. Sultan Room is this like I guess it's two years old 
Turkish themed restaurant bar and performance space brand new and like they spared no expense. The place is amazing. The live room was amazing. It's small small and cozy and cool. The the backline equipment by the way is all brand new, which is nice. And it's like on Star Street, basically at Wyckoff and Bushwick, which is around the corner from the Jefferson L, which is like ground zero for Bushwick Central. It's like the equivalent of what like the Bedford stop on Bedford and 7th was like in the year 2002 or something. Um, So it was fun to play in the heart of Bushwick. All of us, I think, were kind of felt weird about having an indoor gig, which we booked in May when everything was looking good. Um, But we went ahead and played it and it went well, I think. And I hope that none of us got, got anything. But it was a vaccinated show, which is how we advertised it. So I'm assuming they were checking that at the door. I have no idea. But um, yeah, it was it was advertised as a, as a vaccinated show. Um, vaccination required. Um, but it was a great show. And it was only half full, which I attributed to being a Saturday in August. And also everything, everyone's kind of weird and not definitely going back into indoor stuff. Like I, I know at least one person who didn't come to the show because it was indoors um so i get it but we played really well (laughs) which is amazing we played really well and we definitely had fun and um you know it's we play all talking head songs in this band and i think it's very funny because we're just having fun and we're just a cover band but like four songs in annie um our our bass is annie nero just said into her mic she goes are you enjoying all of our original songs which was very funny and then Ray followed up by saying, we wrote them during the pandemic. Um, so it's pandemic humor, pandemic cover band humor. And um, afterwards, we went over to our singer Jeremy's house, Jeremy and his wife Megan's house in Ridgewood. Um, and that was weird. Oh, my alarm was going off. Um, and that was great. They bought a house in Ridgewood, like a grandma house, which is what <laughs> Megan called it. Um yeah, and it's like a grandma house. They bought it from a multi-generational family, and they've done some, like, they redid the kitchen and a few things, and, man, it looks great. It must be nice to have a house. Um, and then I guess the only other thing of note socially is that um, Scott Devendorf was in town on Monday um, because he was playing with Big Red Machine, and they were doing Colbert, so... They rehearsed over at Complete in Prospect Heights, and then when he got off, he's like, I was like, hey, let's go get a drink, and he's like, okay, so we went to Threes, and we hung out with Justin and Josh, the partners there, um, our buds, and we just had an out backyard hang, and that was great. It was so fun. I don't think I'd seen Scott in person since last, like, March or February. We've definitely, obviously, communicated all the time, and we FaceTime often, but hadn't actually seen him, so that was good. Um... Yeah, and that is the only thing. I'll, I'll move on to books here. Um, let's see. I'm reading three books right now. I'm still reading that Can't Slow Down book about 1984 and music because I love it so much and I don't want it to end. And I kind of think I'm just going to buy it. Um, I've started Diary of a Young Naturalist by Dare McAnulty, M-C-A-N-U-L-T-Y. He is a teenaged autistic um, kid in Northern Ireland and... He wrote, had this online blog that people convinced him to write a book, and is it is like a year in the life of him. He's fascinated with nature, um, and there's just a lot of insight into nature and nature walks and also autism, and it is, I think, an incredibly well-written, beautifully written. It's like, it's prose, but it's like almost like poetry. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous book, Diary of a Young Naturalist, and um, 
and also started reading Fulfillment by Alex McGillis, which is subtitled Winning and Losing in One Click America. So it's about basically our American Amazon economy of the last 15 years and how it's affecting people. And the first chapter is brutal. It's about people barely making minimum wage, broken families in Dayton, Ohio, which I know a lot about. So Fulfillment, It's I, I think it's a bestseller. It's like on the display tables at bookstores right now, but I got it from the library. So anyway, that's it, I think. It's been like 20 minutes. This is, um, I'm at my average length here. So uh, what else? That's about it. Um, I don't know what else to say, except that I'm glad that I've now done a, I've maintained the two week um, timing between um, two week cadence here, uh, three episodes in a row. So I'm excited about that. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything else. So with that, I'll just sign off and say stay cool and stay healthy and stay sane. And I will talk to you guys next time. It won't be in two weeks because we'll be on vacation. So I guess it'll be three weeks. Um, I'll give you the lowdown on vacation. Um, All right. Stay safe. Talk soon. Bye.